Hello, hello, hello. This is the Vanilla JavaScript Podcast. I'm Chris Ferdinandi. Thanks so much for joining me. Today, I'm talking about how to build things that work even when parts of it break. Let's dig in. So the other day, I talked about how web development can literally kill people. And at the end of the episode, I noted, build things that work even when parts of it break. I had someone ask how you actually do that. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, so a few years ago, I saw a talk from Jeremy Keith at Artifact Conference, uh, an amazing web conference that only ran for a couple of years, um, where he talked about building fault tolerance into the web. Jeremy discussed the importance of building things in layers with the minimum viable functionality built on the most reliable part of the stack possible. Then you layer in additional functionality as it's supported. If the most advanced stuff fails, the basic version still works. In web development, we call this progressive enhancement. Uh, a few weeks ago um, in one of the episodes, I also talked about starting with HTML and how I think that's the best advice I can give new developers. One of the nice things about this approach is that HTML usually provides a good baseline experience without the need for CSS or JavaScript at all. If you pick the right element for the job, other things failing doesn't matter at all. Let's look at some examples. Uh, so forms. Most modern forms use JavaScript to submit data and then show a success or error message without reloading the page. No JavaScript, no form. But you can set up your form to send data to a server or backend with a full page reload and then enhance it with JavaScript to use Ajax. Um, I will link to an article on how you can do something like that down in the show notes. Accordions are another great example. You can create simple show-hide disclosure components using the details and summary elements and then enhance them into an accordion with just a few lines of vanilla JavaScript. Even if that JavaScript fails, you still get expand and collapse components. And even if the browser doesn't support those, the user can still access all of the content. Again, I will link an, uh, to an article on how to do that down in the show notes. Uh, hamburger navigation menus. Instead of a hidden by default menu that only works if JavaScript loads, you can start with an anchor link in the header and an always visible in the footer list of links. If JavaScript works and is supported, you can then enhance it into a hidden menu that expands and collapses or slides in when the link is clicked. Again, uh, link to an article on how to do that down in the show notes. That's a real thing, by the way. I um, uh, a few years back, I worked at a company that had a really aggressive firewall policy, and uh, I tried to visit a website that had a uh, an entire menu hidden behind a hamburger navigation, and the JavaScript file to run it was getting blocked by the company firewall, so I could not do anything on the site other than visit the homepage. Um, so this kind of thing, it's not just... Um, uh, you know, things that went wrong on your end. As code comes down the wire, there's a lot of stuff that can come wrong. Another example is with fallback or loading content. If you're pulling data in from an API, you could provide alternative content while you're waiting for it to load. For example, uh, if you get and display a list of repositories from a GitHub account, you could start with a link to that account and then replace it once or if the API data loads. Scrolling animations. Sometimes you can skip JavaScript altogether. The CSS scroll behavior property lets you animate scrolling down to anchor links. Um, it's just one or two lines of CSS replaces an entire library of JavaScript. 
Um, the other thing here is that progressive enhancement is for everyone. Uh, it doesn't have to be more work. And often it's as simple as just choosing a more appropriate set of HTML elements or a more resilient approach than what you would do instead. It's actually less work, a shockingly large amount of time. For example, that scroll behavior CSS property is way less work than trying to implement the JavaScript version. Using a details and summary element for an expand and collapse disclosure is way less work than doing a custom JavaScript implementation. Uh, and it, progressive enhancement isn't just for people who turn off JavaScript. I mean, I mentioned that whole thing where the file got blocked by the firewall. Um, sometimes JavaScript fails to load or it loads really slowly because files are large and connections are slow. Um, sometimes it fails because you wrote a bug. It's not just for older browsers. New browsers have issues too. And even in evergreen browsers, new features are not evenly or universally implemented. I, just, I can't stress this enough. There's kind of this stigma around progressive enhancement in our, our space. Um, and progressive enhancement is not for fringe things. Big companies use progressive enhancement, uh, most notably GitHub. I'll link to an article um, that uh, um, talks about kind of their approach. But um, uh, from that article, with JavaScript disabled, you're still able to log in, comment on issues, and pull requests, although with our rich markdown toolbar disabled. Uh, browse source code with syntax highlighting, search for repositories, and even star, watch, or fork them. Popover menus even work, thanks to a clever use of the HTML details element. So the takeaway here is that it's really important to build things that work even when parts of them break. And there's a huge toolkit we have available as developers to do exactly that. So that's it for today. If you're ready to make this the year that you master JavaScript and you want to learn how to do more of the stuff I talked about in this episode, I can help. Head over to GoMakeThings.com to access a ton of learning resources, including free projects, lessons, books, courses, workshops, and my daily developer tips newsletter. That's it for today. See you next time. Cheers.